Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! It's money. It's a podcast. You're on the Marketing Money Podcast at marketingmoneypodcast.com with Josh and John. Oh. Or John and Josh. Who knows who is who because we're just a bunch of voices on your speaker. Hey, by the way, you guys suck at identifying us in public. Yeah, because <laughs> Josh has been John for a long time. And I've just been when, the other person had to walk in my When you guys put a face with a name, it is you, – you have a 50% chance of getting it right. Probably, if I really did the statistics on it, you probably have more like a 75% chance of getting it right because there's two of us, which is 50-50, then you have a really kind of a 50-50 chance of getting the individual right. So either you have a 25% chance or a 75% chance. Statisticians – Mail in and tell us which one it is. But it's not, it is not 50-50 because you have two people, then you're looking at one of the individuals, and you have a 50-50 chance of getting that individual right. So 60% of the time, you'll hey, get it wrong every time. Yeah, go back and, and, and look at our research. Look at it. Don't click on it and listen to it. But Three-fourths of people make up 75% that was a pretty of good the line. population. That's a pretty good line. Hey, guys, i am tell you something. The second podcast is always the more energetic podcast. We record two in a day. The second one is better than the first. But see, you would never know which one's the first second because exactly. you're, just, you're just popping into a podcast. And you have to listen to all of them. You do. You do. You do. So today we're going to talk about computers and technology. The bank of the future. The future, bank future, of the future. Do you have a bank of the future? I do have a bank of the future. It's uh, I have to get in a machine. It's the DeLorean, and you put like rotten bananas in it, and it flies me back to the future. Philosophical argument first. Any bank becomes the bank of the past the moment you build it. Yes, and any bank that you have plans to build is the bank of the future. Yes, except for it will become the bank of the past. There's never a bank of the present. Does Scrooge get to choose the banks? Because this is leading me to some weird yeah. rabbit hole of the bank of the past, the bank of the present, and the bank of the bank of Christmas, Christmas past. <laughs> I don't know, but let's talk about what people say. Was is Scrooge the bank a of banker? The future? Future, future, uh, yeah, future, future. I'm trying to remember. He was a moneylender. Yeah, yeah. See, so it, it, yeah. Anyway, it's all connected. It, it, everything is connected. The more. But we're going to talk about the bank of the future. Future, future. future. We're going to see how long we can keep that gag running so the bank of the future let's see there there's a lot of discussion about this if you go to the googles and the the yelps it's that even a thing if you go to google and you google you google bank of the future, future you're gonna get a lot of in fact in fact i'm gonna do it right now while we're sitting here i just googled bank of the future and it returned the tape okay it's a lot Let's just say there's a lot. I'm going to throw this out here. I'm going to I'm going to start from architects to bankers to consultants to banks. There is a lot on Bank of the Future if you Google it. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Just right off the the bat, can you bank on it? You you can put this in the bank of the future. 
The bank of the future, just before we even get started, is all about the bank. It ain't about the customer. Okay? I, I've, I've seen the presentations. It's about reducing personnel and automating the experience. That's what it's about. And we can spin it. Marketers, let's go ahead and be honest with each other. Pull up your little... But it's about the people, and no. our people are better than your people. No. And if you want to talk about the bank of the future, and I'll go ahead and cut to the punchline of this, let's talk about the mobile app. Yeah. Because when we figure out that we don't have to have brick-and-mortar locations and people just want to do it online, and look, hold on, because I, I, I feel the little hackles rising out there. I'm going to argue with myself in a minute. But, if, <laughs> but, but, but. Are you going to argue with Josh or John? If, if whichever, no one one, whichever one will have me. If we're going to take this to its ultimate conclusion, then why the hell are we stopping off at an iPad kiosk in the middle of a brick-and-mortar building? Let's just go ahead and jump to the future of the future and build the most awesome app experience on the planet and just take just go ahead and take that expense out of it. By expense, I mean the, the brick and mortar. And I'm going to argue that point in a minute. I'm going to be my own counterpoint. Are you, I, think there, I think there are three basic bank ideas right now. And one is the traditional. One is kind of the smaller with the universal banker. And maybe I am so sick of everybody putting smart in front of the name of something. And then it's like, it's supposed to be wow. No, it's just an it's just an enhanced ATM. But smart, smart John. ATM. Smart John, bring Smart John I'm out. Gonna, smart John's going to be on this pod. This is a Smart Podcast. I'm going to call. I'm going to call this the Cartcast. Smartcast. Yes, I cannot speak today. I need more coffee. But to that point, it's a Smartcast. Uh, it's Smart Bank. Smart. Stop. Stop with I, that. Stop with that. I smart. Okay. There's a traditional bank. There's a bank that's a little smaller, universal, and then there's your all digital bank or the one that's yeah, with like one gap. But but he's like, or it's a teller that talks to you from somewhere else. I see what I do like about that third thing though. A lot of those are like 24 hours or like really extended hours. Let's face it, people. We got somebody out there, and I'm letting the cat out of the bag here. But somebody. Ow. <laughs> Get it back in. Uh, the, somebody out there is going to open a bank during hours where people actually use a bank. Somebody's going to figure that out. 5 p.m. To, to 8 a.m. After hundreds of years of banking, somebody's going to say, hey, y'all, people don't go to the bank. When we're open, they, they, they are off work at another time. Somebody's going to figure that out. Night bank. I like it. Prim Premier. The problem is no one wants to work there. <laughs> and, and which comes to your point, the bank of the future is created for the bank. The bank of the consumer is created for the consumer, yep. but they don't match up. Anyway, so the iPad thing is interesting because I've seen some banks with them as, as a, a kiosk, and you walk in. and I'm maybe, sorry, they're not iPads. They're all like Android devices because, frankly, they're cheaper than iPads. Well, my first <laughs> argument, I always like – look, I know I'm, I'm – a bank marketer and a banker, and by trade, that means I understand the products and what they do more than the average consumer. And you should, because that's you, what you so. do. Yes, and so I, I'm always, I understand them better than the average. I'm always marketer. amazed when I watch someone walk up to an iPad with a phone that's nearly the size of the iPad that can do the exact same thing, and they didn't have to go anywhere, and they didn't have to go anywhere, and they take it and put it in their phone. They're like, "This is amazing." I'm just punching up stuff. I'm like, "Yeah, you could have done that from your house. I transferred in the, money. Yeah, you could do that anywhere in the world in 1996." And yet you're doing not, it not not on a flat like all in one device. You had to use the antiquated mouse and keyboard, or by banking by phone. You can call in and 
do something. <laughs> Press yeah. one and transfer money. I'm like, okay. But I think the bank of the future, future, future number one, future, if we're just going to talk about the bank of the future, not physically, is to educate our consumers on how they can use bank products because you know we i've joked around about having technology tuesdays where branches when people come in make it a point to stand Why up tuesday because it's technology tuesday because it's it's next to taco tuesday yeah because you serve tacos and then on tuesday you can do technology because you have to have teas that go with the tea to make it cool how about actually i have nothing see exactly because it has to be technology tuesday okay but i do like taco tuesday as well on Friday. But anyway, so they walk in and you tell them, you take a phone, do a sample, show them what they can do. You'd be amazed at how many people. And here's an, here's another deal if you want to talk about Bank of the Future. future pull future, your teller future, um, future. receipts or your teller transactions and see how many folks are just depositing checks. Just walking into deposit checks that could have done it on the mobile app. That don't know how. I promise you it's in the thousands at almost every bank. It's in the thousands. Folks walk in there that you could completely take out, save the bank money, save them time, but they either don't know how to do it, they don't trust it, or your system is so messed up that the first time they tried it, they had a bad experience, so they're not going to do it again. Yep. I'm taking a selfie for the social media right now. Hold on. Is it a John or Josh selfie? Because no one will know. Nobody knows. Um, yeah. but that's, but so the Bank of the Future to me, is is two things. It's you still need brick and mortar because there are serious items that people want to talk about when they come sit down and talk about their money. But the day to day transactions, I, you said the mobile app. I believe in the next ten to twenty years are going to move so mobile and so digital. Ten to twenty years, if yeah, but it's slower than everybody says because there were ten twenty years ago people were like the branches are dead. Everything yeah. people are going to stop using checks. Debit cards are going to be gone. They're going to start using the Apple Pay's and the Android Pay's. I, it's slower. It's well, always people, slower than what these futurists say. Well, well, and these are this is still your money. And and you know I've joked about this before. There are still even in sophisticated markets customers that think that there is a, a banded stack of bills with their name on it somewhere in a vault. Or that when you own stock in a company, you actually own a piece of that company. Like yeah. you are an owner of the company. Yeah. No, you own a paper from an original investor that's gotten passed around, and you're you're owning a future or whatever. You know. Yeah. Or. It's a contract. Yeah. It's paper. So I guess the tactical thing I would distill this to is if you're in talks inside your bank about the bank of the future, and and the way these decisions are made, these guys, these architect like companies that do this have to be like the best salespeople in the world because I see it like just pop up out of nowhere. I don't know that there's a whole lot of discussion around it. I know there's a lot of thought behind it, but it's just like we're opening up. There's one rural bank here in the, the countryest backwoods area that opened one of these. I'm just like, why? One of why? your locations is one of these. Anyway, if you're having these discussions, be the person who will at least say, if we're talking about that and we put it on a timeline that we're a traditional bank now, Put at the end of that timeline, however much effort, a, a, a line share of the effort on the mobile experience. Challenge your core provider, by the way, because it gets better for all of us if we all challenge the core providers because we're lagging a little behind because everybody a little in, in, everybody invests so much in the existing technology that it doesn't move very fast. If you're if you're frustrated with your core ever, raise your hand. And then put all those hands down. I can't see somewhere in the in between those two. Much more towards traditional bank. Put your bank in the future because when somebody figures out the balance of a physical location that can answer questions in a truly valuable universal banker, 
that person who can combine that with a ridiculously awesome mobile experience that probably doesn't exist today even in the beta form. I'm, I'm telling you. We all have acceptable apps, and people have gotten used to them, but nobody has made a transcendent app because we're all thinking about it the same way. We all relatively use use relatively the same kind of thing. The the this acronym to this acronym um, core provider is is the same. I mean, I think it's it's something just tied into Siri, and you're just like pay McDonald's, and it just pays. Well, yeah, it's got to be like because you're in, the, in your OS. I mean, it's just I mean, like it, it's. Banking has to become inherent to your life because it already is. We don't want to think about You hear us say this over and over. The consumer doesn't want to interrupt their life to do it. Well, the best banks to me, if you're talking about a bank of the future, is one that you don't even know it's there because it's secure, so you're not worried about your money going away. The transactions are seamless. You walk in, you... You're ordering food, and it just your phone pays because you're there, and it's front. You kind of like the well. Look, if it, Apple can't figure it out, don't they have like 192 billion dollars in cash? Uh, Isn't it? I think it's like 192, right? I think that's just what they paid in taxes. I mean, they, <laughs> the point is that's bigger than than. Oh um, no, they, they that's bigger than they any, may be bigger than the FDIC. Like they could self fund right. their own insurance of their deposits if they wanted to be a bank. Right. So, so if you think, and I, I don't know why they wouldn't. Frankly, but whatever. Well, they don't have the credit shops to lend money. Yeah, but anyway, the point is, is there's a there's a technology company sitting on on a ton of cash that's trying to diversify. Anyway, somebody's going to figure this out. A transcendent experience one day, and you got a device that reads your thumbprint now, which makes it pretty secure. Look, I think fear is the thing holds us back. Speaking of that, like it, it is, and some of it's um, adoption of of different demographics. Well, I and mean, somebody my, in the bank that's like, but somebody might hack this thing, and it's oh, oh yeah, obviously Pat from SNL just appeared near. I don't know what that was, <laughs> uh, but um, uh, you know, my parents rarely use their online banking app. And I chatted them about it because she was like, I'm, my mom would say, I'm going to run by the bank. And I'm like, why? She goes, well, I got a deposit check and you can do it right now. And she goes, oh, you need to show me how. And I'm like, why do I have to show you how? You just press it, open it, and do it. But there is a certain... I'm afraid I'm going to mess something up. I'm afraid I'm going to mess... Yeah, and so you've got that. You've got others that just say, well, I go in and they're so friendly and nice and personable and and I get good service. And so that's just what I'm used to. There's others that are, well, I'm out running errands. My banker knows me. You know which banker knows you better than anybody? You. Yeah, exactly. And I'm going to go through the drive-through. So, you know, there is a place for cash. If you're a cash business or you need cash... But then you got the ATM, so I don't know why that doesn't get rid of rents. There, there's part of me that other than, and we're not talking about the lending side, we're talking about the retail deposit and transactional side. Uh, part of you has to ask why you still need a branch, but then part of you says, well, look at how many transactions they are. Why don't you have more branches? So it can go either way. And that's what that's but the point ta- I would. Tactically, because we try to get tactically on here, a branch of the future probably does have less people. It probably has more technology training in it. Like instead of cross-selling someone on an account, you cross-sell them on how to use the app. You cross-sell them on how to open an account themselves and say, oh, you may not be ready to open an IRA or open a a mortgage today, but when you are ready, you don't have to come back in here. You can do it at home on your PC or your Mac or you can do it on your phone. You don't have to. And so we're the bank that wants to help you in person if you need advice. And then you can do it on your own. That's the bank of the future to me. And then you've got things like the chat bots that can ask questions that you have. Not a big fan. I'm, and th- I'm not personally. Either. Not, I'm not either. Personal. There's some that are. I, I think they're cold. I think they they give you a static. Or, I think it's I think it's too about the bank and not about the yeah. customer. And the thing is, so if you're ever like, 
Well, they what, never answer the question that well, what, I have. What, 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 so, what position does does Josh have specifically? Because I'm the one speaking right now. Is he for? Does he just want to get rid of employees? And what a creepy person that wants to get. No, I want to repurpose them, and I want to. I, actually, I just want to diffuse the thought and bring it to its ultimate conclusion. That if we're talking about the bank of the future, that future, that bank future, doesn't. Future, future. If we don't see a transactional shift, now I don't think brick and mortar banks are going to go away in 20 years, for even 40 years. But I do think you're going to see a ridiculous swing towards people using it. And here's the deal. Let's go to the dirty word millennial. These are people who have never known a life that didn't have the world at their fingertips through technology. That, that, that's what a millennial is. That's my definition. TM Josh Babis, boom, bang, there it is. So, so they're used to that. Okay. Well, the next generation is going to be shifted even further to where it's deeper into that, where they're used to all of their transactions being digital. It's the, it's the Amazon Amazonization. Amazon, yeah. Amazonation. Went from went from nothing to, to the, Oh, I want a pack of gum. Bap shows up at my house. And it's just the fact <laughs> I don't want to get out. I don't want to interact with people. Well, it's convenience too yeah. though. It's not necessarily the introverts winning. It's Yeah, but sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it is. But it's even me who is extroverted, John will know this because we eat together a good bit, is as soon as a restaurant like starts to know who I am. It's time to pick a new restaurant. (laughs) It's like ah don't talk to me. But but to that, I I think the bank is the same way because the bank isn't a physical retail product, which means banks have an advantage over the retailers. Like Amazon, if I want a new pair of socks and I don't want to go to Walmart or a nice store or Brooks Brothers or whatever, I can order them. They come. They a drone doesn't drop them, but they deliver them to my house. And they don't have to build out um, a nice retail space. They. But a bank doesn't even have to do that because all their stuff is is, is a virtual thing. Like Walmart, the front, you know, they have a distribution center that's metal buildings and beams and and concrete. But their store, even though it's cheap, is still expensive. I mean, you know what I'm saying, compared to the warehouse. And they have all those people in there and they have Amazon figured it out. And, 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 you know, I guess the differentiating factor overall is just convenience and selection but really they had a perception shift that amazon has everything and it's easier than going to the store just get it there it's cheaper easier better faster it just comes to my house and the perception flipped and there's a perception flip that's going to happen in banking that right now it's that i'll go back to something i've told you before interviewed millennials going to quickly tell this story why did you pick your bank question all of them said, or 80% of them said it was because um, they had a, a convenient location to their house. When have you been to that bank physically in the last three months? Zero times. When have you been to that bank in the last six months? Zero times. Last year, zero times. And the people got mad at me because I challenged them. They're millennials and they're like that. But the point is, is there's a perce- perception that won out that is, I need a physical bank. If I ever need it, I need to be able to walk down to it because deep, deep down, I believe there's a stack of money wrapped around with Josh Mabus's name on it, and I can walk my butt back to the vault and get it out if I need to, which is false. But that perception exists, and that's why we gravitate to the physicality of the branch. True, and and with that comes different degrees of security and different degrees of personnel. Uh, I was asked at some little school panel I was on one time, do you think teller jobs are going away? Is the teller gone? I said, I said, well, let's talk about jobs and tellers because they're two different things. I said the traditional role of the teller is going to change. But 
the jobs will change as well. And in fact, it'll be more of a technology person versus a transactional person, someone who can teach how to use the technology for the bank, someone who can then run the systems and figure out how to enhance the app and enhance the delivery of it and enhance the experience. So there's a whole new set of jobs coming. They're already here, but there's ones like, as you mentioned, the experience that we don't even know about yet that are coming and the traditional jobs, it's just like anything else. The disruption changes it. And so when asked, well, teller jobs, teller jobs are two different things. Tellers, yes, it will extremely change, I believe, over the next period of time when it does. But the job can change of what the role is. Instead of you know, doing cash exchange, it's, it's showing someone how to do something on an app. It's, it's helping them to get to that or point. Or getting out of the branch and going to a business, a strong CNI depositor, and having like – I mean, can you imagine this if somebody actually figured this out? Like United Way comes and talks to your entire group of people, that if somebody if – if a, if a business had – a bank relationship, and then a banker could show up and have like a sign-up day for for um, well, so for, for instance, for personal accounts. One, one thing I like to do is get your whole room full of all your bankers or folks you're training, and um, ha- tell everyone to bring a check, and get in a lo- get in a you know a circle, and everyone write a check to the next person for a dollar. Hand the check to the person. Every person make a mobile deposit into their account, so no one loses loses any money because it's a dollar to everybody. But everyone learns how to use the mobile check deposit, which now is old technology, but it will teach you that. And so you've got that going on. Let, let's talk a little bit about the drive through. I think the drive through is still something healthy until people get away from cash. Now let's talk about I mean, our drive throughs are are slammed. They are absolutely slammed. And so you would think no, but they are. And so that's. I think that's a convenience thing that folks that haven't quite gotten on the full mobile and might still be using cash and making cash deposits feel that they need the drive-through. How about a Starbucks in a bank? Can we talk about that? Yeah, there's a couple of those around, which is interesting because you have two drive-throughs, so you kind of kill the convenience of one or the other. I want coffee. I thought I was going to. I was going to make a deposit, but now I'm in the coffee line. And then you also have the mix of the the food staff with the bank staff and you there's some, there's some negatives to it there's also some positives to the panache and the coolness of it too and the, and the brand you get and you probably do get some cross sell walkover from both sides uh, and the bank probably saves a lot of money on the free coffee they were getting out before mm-hmm. <laughs> to the point on this you can google bank of the future and there's so many opinions on it ours is that we don't even know what it is yet because once you build a bank, it's the bank of the past. Uh, but it's mobile. It's digital. This isn't anything um, crazy. But I dare say when you're thinking about this and you have uh, senior management who tend to be senior in year usually because experience is how you get there. I don't know that there is as, as hip with the Venmos and the other ways of, of exchanging um, currency. You, know, you can even get into the Bitcoin and the blockchain, but there are items that are happening that they don't understand and that maybe I don't understand, um, but that will change banking. So investing too far out, you might lose your audience, and investing too old, you might lose your future audience. So uh, do I have an answer? Do we have an answer? No. Uh, But in the thought of all of this, uh, the bank of the future has to be about the customer and not about the bank. And I guess that is that our our thesis of this whole discussion? I think it has to be. I mean, I I think there's a a cellular company, um, shout out to C Spire, in uh, Mississippi, one of the things um, I was I was using their con- one of their large conference rooms for, an, or I was speaking at an event that was using one of their large conference rooms. And there's these little metal people around the room. Looks like the Jack and Jill paper cutouts. Yeah, it, look, it looks like the the male the the people from the bathroom, like the bathroom door, kind of whatever. 
and and don't pick on them for having binary gender roles, but whatever they 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 had these guys, and I was like, what? It was weird. I mean, like, what what is that guy? And they and said, they're in every room, kind of in the corner yeah. and on the wall, and a little they high. Sa- they said, well, that's interesting. That's the customer. The customer's always in the room here, always in the conversation, no matter what. And you know, cheesy corporate, you could say, but pretty dang good too. I mean, when and and that's this thing is. When we're talking about the bank of the future, we're talking about becoming efficient. And yes, we can we can spin it to be about the customer, but but it, but generally the conversations I've seen, and I've been on the the bank buying side, so it's probably about the bank. But make sure that customer's in the room when you're talking about that. Yeah, and that's and and to that point, Josh mentioned a, a rural bank a little while ago. Again, bank about the customer. In some markets, you're not going to have everyone coming in there, a bunch of digital experts wanting to trade. And you get in some cities where people don't need branches anymore. It's all about their phone, their computer, uh, and their ability to do things digitally. And and some of that will, will move down to areas, move up from areas, and, and change as time goes on. And the security changes from being able to keep less cash in there so there's less chance of a bank robbery than having your account hacked um, digitally, so security is a, another issue of the bank of the future. But anyway, we have uh, grown on about the bank of the future, so we're going to get back into the present. And uh, again, thesis of this is just make it about the customer as best you can because uh, we've spent too much time making it about the bank, and that's where we've kind of shot ourselves in the foot, I think. So anyway, with that being said, we will talk to you in the future. 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 The pod future. Next time you hear us, it will be the podcast of the future. 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 and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mavis Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.